What an entrance. Wow. Oh, the enthusiasm. I love it. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, Kayla, did you know that we have been making this podcast for a whole year? What? No. I know. What? No. Actually, we've been making this podcast for almost two years. We just started you know posting okay, them we about started, a year ago yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's insane <laughs> that's insane megan how has this how has this happened how has this like hard work and determination and super nerdy love of human design hell yeah Hell yeah. yeah. I feel like there's like there's this part of me that's like, oh, my God, where is the time gone? And then there's a part of me that feels like I've always had a podcast. And I'm like, oh, we only have like 25 episodes. Like I thought I'd been doing this for, you know, the last five years of my life. So like I and I feel like most parts of my life are like that, where it's like I feel like it's been forever and also no time at all, all at the same time. I feel Mm. like it's kind of a uh, it's part of the like being present with life thing. You know, mm. it's like everything is always linear time. Doesn't time really is an exist. illusion. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Hi, I'm Kayla Mason. And I'm Megan Smith. And this is Human, Human Design, Design in Real Time. time. I'm the founder and CEO of Kayla Care, and as an intuitive human design coach, I use human design to help you get to the root of what's holding you back from living the life you actually want to be living. Human design is a map of your energetic DNA that uses a combination of ancient systems and modern science to help you understand how your energy shows up in the world. On this podcast, we'll be talking with people from all walks of life about how their human design affects their lives and the lives of those around them. To download a PDF of your own human design chart, all you need is your exact birth time and you can go to kayla-care.com to download your own copy. So let's get started. Welcome back to the Human Design in Real Time podcast. Today, we are taking a look back on our first year of producing our own podcast. (laughs) We're going to reminisce on the moments of realization, all the things we've learned from everyone's designs, and the best, most nerdy human design moments. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. 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 I want to start this whole thing out by just saying how friggin' proud I am of us. Literally two years ago, I feel like it was almost exactly two years ago. It was a little bit, maybe a little bit less. You said to me, you should have a podcast. And I said, you know, you're right. I should have a podcast. Do you want to help me make a podcast? And you said, I'm okay. (laughs) And so... We started this. And here we we are. did this. Started this big, beautiful thing. We recorded our first three episodes before I left for California, and essentially all we did was put a three-hour time slot on the calendar every week, 
And with that three-hour time slot on the calendar every week, we figured out how to put up a podcast. We figured out how to host a podcast. We figured out how to be the people who talk on a podcast, how to get guests on a podcast. Like, we tried. We figured out all Record of the things. remotely. Exactly. You know, in different areas. Get the right and- equipment. We're talking to Sabrina through everything. It was every week it was something different. And... Now, every week, we still meet every single week for three hours. But what we're doing now is editing the podcast. And then we have separate recording sessions. And it's so cool to get to like, to think about how we are now because I remember when we first started this, I just wanted to be able to enjoy doing the podcast and I didn't want to deal with all of the other stuff. And that's kind of mm. how I felt in a lot of parts of business. And I think that's a really big projector thing because mm. we have big vision. We can see the big picture. We can see the things that are coming, but it can be really hard to to understand the step by step to get there. So looking at where we are now and getting to just record podcasts and enjoy that and then edit the podcasts with the time that we have put aside to edit the podcasts and then post the podcasts and we're we're consistently posting every two weeks like getting to see all of that happening is so cool knowing that a year ago I we didn't even know when we were going to post our first episode I we had, didn't know what podcasting what doing this entailed yeah, we had no which, idea by the way it's a lot of work for those of you who don't have it a, their own podcast it is a lot of work like kayla just mapped it out very well like this was three hours a week consistently for weeks yeah. months I, I think it was i think it was actually three hours a week consistently for almost a year before we posted our first episode it was a little less than because we started in january a little less yeah we posted our first episode two. Yeah, we posted our and first then, episode in October of yeah. 2022. So it was just like nine months. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Of, you know, editing and talking. But I'm, I am also out. very proud of us and keeping this up. And like, we've had some really wonderful people come on the podcast and talk to us about human design. Nerd out with us on human design. Oh, I, I have it. learned so much. You know, it's kind of our the podcast has evolved a whole lot from like just you and me at your place mm-hmm. um, talking about human design and like me being a guinea pig to now I'm, you know, co-hosting with you and asking questions of people about their designs and diving in deeper. And I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot about human design, which has been a lot of fun for Yay! me as somebody who knew very little going into this podcast and just being like I want to talk about it with you and learn more let's go yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that so much and I feel like it's also really helped me build my confidence because I mm. think my voice is so important like my voice is the thing that is fueling my business my voice is the thing that is behind everything that I do and I think you knew that and you know that was why you encouraged me to have a podcast. (laughs) Um, But getting to, at the very beginning of this, this is something that uh, I I think is very interesting. At the very beginning of this, the first like three to probably, I'm going to go with like five or seven episodes that we recorded, the amount of ums, so's, (laughs) and uh, like 
the amount of word stumbles that we had to edit out. It was like every other sentence. I was stumbling over words. I was, you know, and the thing that was so cool is that Sabrina is so good at her job that she would cut out the um and the so and the and, and it would be this like cohesive, beautiful, eloquent sentence. And I would hear it back. Like I'd hear my voice saying it back to me and be like, oh, like, wow, that that's profound. But <laughs> the way that it was before she cut out the ums and the so's and the ands was very uncertain. It was very, mm. you know, insecure. And as we've continued to record the podcast and as I've grown as a coach, but really as I've been able to use my voice on this podcast, I've gotten so much more confident and it really, really shows. It's like now when yeah. we edit the podcast, we edit out an um, like, you know, two or three times an episode you know, yeah. there's a moment where I have a, a moment of insecurity and it's like, oh, uh, uh, and it's usually when I'm kind of like changing topics and don't really know how or <laughs> there's like an emotional thing. And I said something I'm not sure if I should have said, you know, it's like normal things, less unconfident and more just this shit happens. But <laughs> so yeah. it's been really cool. Uh, for me as well to get to be a part of this. And I want to thank you so much for supporting me on this whole journey because without you, this <laughs> never would have happened. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Sabrina, for making us sound eloquent and mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like we know what we're talking about. Because we do. We do. It's just, yeah, you know, it's words are hard. Yeah. Speaking English is a challenge yeah. sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we just need a little bit of a confidence booster. Sometimes you just need that little moment of like, yes, I do know what I'm talking about. Ah. And Sabrina has done an amazing job. We love talking about her and her amazing talents. So anybody looking to start their own podcast, hire her. She's great. Yes, hire Sabrina. She is fantastic. She's wonderful. And Megan, I do want to highlight how much you've grown as a host. I feel uh, like I... Me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like I could see you hosting any number of podcasts at this point. Like, you are, you're really good at keeping us all on track, at, you know, asking really insightful questions, at really just being present with the conversation and not getting caught up in these were the questions we were supposed to ask and letting yourself go into the flow of being that investigator. I feel like Mm. your profile one line is coming out a lot in what we're talking about here because it's learning. Definitely have had to embrace the one line a whole lot during this podcast and like listen and dig deeper into the into the people designs that we're discussing and yeah it's been it's been fun it's been challenging right like having i always have a split screen i've got all my questions i've got the 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 design charts and and then the actual video so i can still engage and so it's you know, yeah. multitasking. What many what many gens are built to do is multitask, and yeah. I am able to to do that here. So that's that's a benefit. But yeah. man, it definitely works my uh, my brain a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I've I've so enjoyed doing this podcast with you and learning so much, and also watching you grow into this super confident human design coach 
um, working with everybody and like really, really insightful things. You definitely pinpoint exactly what somebody needs to hear in the moment. And it's just so amazing to to listen to you and to watch you engage with exactly what needs to be said in the moment as it as it's going on as the conversation is happening um so that's been really great and it's like Thank oh, you. i'm so proud <laughs> as your friend yeah. as your longtime friend yeah. and co-host thank you it's so like, much oh. <laughs> Oh, well, this is just a gush fest it of you is. and me just thanking each other for how awesome we are. I know. Look at us I go. <laughs> oh, man. It's been a while since we've done a podcast, just the two of us, I too. I know. The last one we did, I think, was like it was like 15 episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. We've started pumping out episodes like crazy now. It's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So what has been your favorite part about doing this podcast like if you could pick one thing one thing it's my favorite part okay I think it is the total unbridled permission to geek out on human design Mm. I think that is my favorite part because I am sure most of my projectors understand this and a lot of our other types probably understand this concept but when there is something in your life that you love that just you just breathe it. It's like it's like you understand it so deeply that it becomes the way that you understand everything else in your life. And everything goes through the filter of, for me, human design. And everything goes through this concept of like, you're I'm constantly like, oh, but where did this come from? And where did that come from? And like I am obsessed with the psychology of it. And like mm. I always say that for projectors, you're supposed to follow what fascinates you. Like the that obsession, that fascination, that's what a projector needs to follow. And so for me, it's understanding the human condition. It's understanding how we function as humans and understanding the emotional space and understanding how we connect with each other. So human design was like an answer to a prayer for me. And like mm. the thing is that not everybody feels that way. <laughs> so when I, you know, my partner will ask me how I'm doing and my response is some big philosophical 20-minute like <laughs> dissertation yeah. on the fact that the sun is currently in gate 32, so I'm dealing with a lot of like fear of failure and like not being able to, you know, can I create a good foundation and like and I'm And he just kind of like, he can't, like, he can't take it all in. It's just too many things because like (laughs) his brain doesn't understand it the way that I do. So he's trying to take in all of the information about the human design at the same time that he's taking in how I'm feeling at the same time that he's taking in my big philosophical thoughts and he just gets overloaded. And it's like, I really love having a place where I can just full on no holds barred geek out about human design and like every time something comes to me I can like talk about it you know like Mm. when somebody is uh you know talking about a certain thing that's going on in their life and under normal circumstances I would like stop myself and not give unsolicited advice because that's a really different that's a thing that we projectors do often the unsolicited advice it never helps anyone um mm. but on my podcast people are there because i'm gonna talk about human design <laughs> so 
when they say that thing about, you know, the way that they get really upset when their, you know, partner gets really upset, I'm going to interject and be like, well, that's because you have an undefined emotional center and your partner has a defined (laughs) emotional center. So you're literally feeling what they're feeling. So I think that's been my favorite part is just the unbridled permission to geek out about human design. Mm. Yeah. Yes. I love that. What about you, Megan? What is your favorite part of this podcast? I I think my favorite part has been learning about human design. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. Like I I came into this podcast with a very base knowledge of human design and like with the full intention of showing up and learning more and more for every episode that we recorded. And I have been able to do that. I have learned so much about the different designs, about the different gates and the channels and why these things are important and what they mean. And like every every session I'm sitting down and being like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that. That's so cool in my mind because I'm trying to sound kind of professional. <laughs> but it's been really cool to to sit with all of these different types, all of these different ways of going about things and having such respect for the people who like really embrace their designs and work with them, even though it may not be so the social norm, it may not be, you know, conventional in any way. They're still very true to themselves and very true to the design that they have. Or people who are have come on this podcast and are learning about their design for the first time and having these beautiful aha moments and being like, mm. yes, I do live in my design. And like learning about their design and how it has applied regardless of whether or not you were living in the design intentionally or not, you know, Um, really just seeing everybody's knowledge grow by being on the podcast, whether they are somebody who've been doing human design for forever or somebody who's just started like me it you know, all of the levels, there's just so much beautiful information to to take in and to digest and to apply in real ways and I am constantly learning more things about my own design that I can start applying and addressing and dealing with and accepting the acceptance I gotta I gotta hand it to you Kayla you are so accepting of everybody who comes on the podcast and are just so willing to listen and learn and it's just it's so great it's so great mm-hmm. to have that space to to learn to talk and discuss and geek out about this like you mentioned and mm-hmm. I just I I love being able to learn from all of the people that have come on and shared their stories with us and their experiences and you know using their own designs I love that oh I love that's that. that investigator that's the one yes line. that one line, line investigator <laughs> I love that oh that's so great yeah and I feel like what you said about us about creating that safe space about that acceptance mm. I feel like that's something that I really want like that is my main goal in my business and I think that was also my main goal with this podcast and I think we've absolutely achieved that I think that both of us very much oh, come 100%. in with an open mind and like I I can honestly say that I've never we've never had anyone on the podcast where someone has said something and I've been like oh shit we've got to cut that out of the podcast that's not something that you know like <laughs> No, like I I am so humbled by how 
open and honest and safe and vulnerable people are able to be and feel on our podcast and like the ways that people have opened up knowing that they are live on air, you know, is like it's it's amazing. It's it's awe inspiring, really. You know, the idea that someone would be able to come on to a podcast and share something so intimate to a live audience, you know, is so cool. There's something really beautiful and profound about it. So thank you to all of our guests. Yes. Thank you all for showing up and for being present with us. Love you all so much for coming on, especially the majority of Kayla's family. My whole family. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. I know. I'm very, very grateful to... So you know how I, I'm I'm just talking about geeking out about human design as something that I uh, I can't do with all the people in my life. My family has been so supportive, and I grew up in a family of artists. You know, so when I was younger, being an artist was the thing that we were supposed to do. Like that was I was an actor for years and years and years. I started acting when I was three, and uh, I played a bunch of musical instruments, and I was a singer, and I was a dancer, and like I went to college for acting and dance, and then I pursued acting in New York City for years, and like. That was the accepted version of what Kayla does. Like, Kayla was is here to be an actor. And initially, when I decided to become a coach, there was a little bit of, you know, my parents wanted to make sure that I was actually following my dreams. You know, there was a lot of like, you know, I, I just I don't want you to give up on your dreams. But it was the kind of thing where when they finally realized that this was my new dream, that like my dreams had just changed. And it wasn't that I was giving up on my dreams, but it was that I was stepping into a new version of myself and a new dream. They all got on board. And like, it's just been so, I know that there are so many people who don't feel the support of their families, of their parents, especially. And I really do feel supported and loved by my whole family. And I think especially having getting to have my parents come on the podcast was such a beautiful experience because I feel like that was that moment of not only do are my parents like super supportive of me and what I do, but they're like, we would like to be part of telling the world how much you've changed our lives. And like, yeah, so I am so grateful for my whole family and all of them showing up on my podcast. <laughs> um, and I think the other thing that's so profound about that for me is I have uh, one of the my profile lines is the four line. Um, and the four line is all about community. It's all about my tribe, my people. Um, it's the opportunist. So what that means is that I'm going to get opportunities from the people in my close circles, the people who I'm already close with. And so looking at this podcast and the fact that the whole thing has been made possible by 
you, Megan, coming in and, you know, saying, let's do a podcast. And then all of these other people who are in my close circle, my niece, Brittany, my sisters, Jen, Marley and Sabrina, my parents, Laura and Dave, my, you know, my best friends, you and Erica on the podcast as well. My partner, PJ, um, just being able to have my other friends, Jess, my coach, my human design coach, Stacy, having all of these people who are a huge part of my community, essentially making this podcast a po- of like a reality is so aligned for my four line. And I, I cannot, I cannot imagine it having started any other way. And I'm so grateful that this is how my podcast began. So, mm. yeah. How has it I been for that. you, Megan, getting to know every <laughs> single member of my family in an intimate oh, way? Oh, it's been great. I mean, everybody has come on and, and been so vulnerable and, and open, and it's been really wonderful to hear everybody's stories. I loved having your parents on and the stories they told. I was like, this is great. I love listening to people. I love getting to know people and, you know, from all walks of life and where they come from and what lights them up, what gets them excited. Mm. It's just, it's beautiful to see. And everybody has been so gracious and sharing all of that with us. So I, I cannot be more thankful for all of your friends and family who've come on and have been <laughs> willing to talk with us and geek out with us about human design. I do, <laughs> do definitely appreciate that. <laughs> oh, man. Kayla, what episode has made you feel the most seen? Who the most seen? I feel like I have to go with our episode with Stacy, the Projector Power mm. Hour. Um, if only because having a podcast with my coach, <laughs> with my previous coach, uh, I think. It was really, really cool getting to talk to her as an equal. And I think especially having another projector, another projector who who knows about human design as well, because we we haven't had too many projectors on the podcast. But um, Stacy is such a beautiful soul. And I think most of the projectors we've had on the podcast are people who I see in my everyday life, are my sister, my mother, my partner. Um, And having another projector who is in business, another projector who, you know, I started as my, you know, I guess superior as my coach, and now feels like an equal someone who I am, you know, like, we talk about human design stuff, we, uh, like, will discuss things that are going on in our businesses, you know, I think that was really beautiful for me. I I felt very seen Mm. getting to be an equal with my coach so yeah what about you megan which episode made you feel the most seen i felt the most seen during i think both of our episodes with jess tanner Mm-hmm. Ugh. i mean it you know looking at our designs not too long ago i was noticing how we're kind of manifesting generators that are opposites mm. 
of each other. Yeah. There's a lot of opposites, but our experience as manifesting generators is very similar. You know, we both started off in acting and theater and have had held, held several odd jobs here and there to, to make ends meet, to figure out what we want to do. We've also got inspired by other careers, opportunities, and um, we talked about career and what that means to us not too long ago. And, you know, just being like hearing the experience of a manifesting generator and re- like seeing how similar it was to my own experience and just made me feel so incredibly seen as somebody who can't just take one path and can't do one thing forever and has to go and do 5,000 things all the time um, and juggling that and stressing out about not having that career trajectory, that traditional career trajectory. It's like, oh my gosh, I felt so seen by that. and and that whole experience and then talking to to Jess as wonderful and gracious as she is sharing her experience and like connecting on that level was so nice <laughs> I was oh, like I oh I'm not alone Yay. oh like you know talking to generators I, I I there's some certain things with generators that I get talking to manifestors even there are definitely things from manifestors that I get um even projectors it was nice to understand the projector experience a little bit better but like talking to a manifesting generator it is different and kayla you and i were talking about this earlier sometimes the generators get lumped together because of that sacral energy but really the experiences between generators and manifesting generators are so different they really it's a very different energy it's a very different uh, you know direction and focus Mm -hmm. and you know, being able to talk about that with somebody and say, we don't want to be lumped in with the rest of the generators. We are our own weird, yeah. you know, ADD thing yeah. that we, we have a lot of irons in the fire at all times. And we're proud of that. Yeah. You know, we're great multitaskers. Yeah. <laughs> we want to be able to experience all the things and, and have a, a zest for life um, that is is different. It's just different. And, and just hearing how it is different and knowing that I have had similar experiences and being able to talk about that with somebody and listen to that and connect on that level was just so enlightening for me. It really like warmed my soul to be, to be seen and heard in that way. Um, on that human design level, I was like, man, that is my, this is my life. (laughs) That is my experience. Uh, And I get to share that with somebody. Um, so Jess, hey, <laughs> thank you, girl. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love that. That's so great. I think that's one of the things that I feel like human design really gives us is the ability to see that we're not alone. You know, I feel mm. like sometimes when we look at the idea of individuality and the idea that we are all totally different from each other, it can feel a little isolating. It can feel a little like, well, I can't do that because I'm not like this other person. So I feel like while it is really wonderful that your design is completely different from anybody else's design, the fact that there are things that allow us to feel seen within design, the fact that everyone who has a motor to their throat has a similar kind of experience, that everyone who has Mm -hmm. a defined sacral center is going to have a similar experience, that everyone who is a manifesting generator who has both of those things is going to have a different experience. It's kind of like... There are all of these different facets of who we are, and we 
while that means that we are all individuals and totally unique, it also means that there are infinite ways that we can connect with others, that we can mm. feel seen by others. Because like, you know, for instance, you and I connect on an emotional level in a way that I can't connect with other projectors in my life. Like my partner, PJ, he does not have a defined emotional center. And it's hard for him to understand the emotions that I deal with. But I can talk to you about emotion and you get it mm -hmm. because you have a defined mm -hmm. emotional center. So even though our designs are vastly different, we share that defined emotion. We understand what that means and we can connect and feel seen with each other on that level even though there are so many other things that make us unique. And I feel like that is one of the things that's so beautiful about human design is it helps us understand how we can connect with each other. Mm, yes. Yes. And I love learning that. I love learning more right. about how I can connect with everybody who comes on the podcast. It's like, okay, your design is different than mine. How do we connect? How? Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. Oh, I love that. I love that. that. <laughs> I love that. So what would you say has been some of the most challenging aspects of doing this podcast? Oh, man. Huh. You know, I think that the most challenging thing, because I am a projector, which means that I do not have a throat motor, which means that the things that come out of my mouth are not necessarily going to be the truth, which means that there have been times in my life where I have just kind of said things out loud without worrying about the consequences. And usually it doesn't matter, you know, because when I say things out loud, it doesn't normally change much. Um, however, being on a podcast like this and I think really beginning to understand the power and the uh, importance of my voice has made it so that I really, really need to tap in to what needs to be said right now. Especially mm -hmm. since I started becoming a coach, I really started to tap into that divine timing, to tap into that, like, really allowing myself to be a vessel for universal intelligence to allow. I've got open mind, open uh, crown, and a def super, super defined throat. I've got six gates coming out of my throat. So I kind of imagine myself as like this, this vessel for voice. So things pour in through my undefined mind and head centers and come out through my throat. And a lot of times that's how it happens. You know, I won't know what I'm going to say before I say it. I never plan what I'm going to say before I say it. It just comes out. And sometimes it's amazingly profound. And sometimes it's a bunch of gobbledygook. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would say never. I would say 99% of the time it has been yeah. very profound. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you. But I think especially now because I've really cultivated that and I think like on the podcast, it just kind of made it that much more important for me to cultivate this ability to know what's important to say out loud and to know what not to say yet. Because especially mm. when we've had people on the podcast who I am very close with, people whose secrets I know, people who's, you know, people who I know things about them that they don't even know about themselves, because I can feel into parts of them that they probably haven't touched yet and like having people like that on the podcast people who I have so much intimate knowledge about and knowing what to say and what not to say it's actually a big part of my design 
Um, I have gate 12 coming out of my throat, which is the gate of standstill or the gate of caution. And it is this concept of knowing when to say the thing and knowing when not to speak, you know. Um, It's also a big public speaking gate. So it's a lot about what needs to be said in the world. So I think that's been the biggest challenge is really allowing myself to like drop in and be connected with source, to be connected to myself, to be connected to universe while we are on the podcast so that I make sure that I'm only saying what needs to be said and that I'm not going too far or allowing, you know, my need to be heard come through Mm. and like, you know, that little kid who just who just wanted someone to hear them. And, you know, we talked about before, like getting to geek out about human design, like not going so far that I've lost everyone, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. So I feel like it's it's been a great challenge, but I feel like it's also been one of the greatest blessings of this whole experience because it's really helped me to connect with my voice in that way and really trusting that when I am connected and when I'm trusting that, that if I get that impulse, don't say that yet. It's not because I'm like holding myself back or keeping myself from saying things. It's because it's not it's not time. And like maybe later in the episode, maybe it'll come up again. Or maybe that's not something this person needs to hear or needs to talk about, you know, um, and just trusting that that's the case. So, yeah. 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 Mm. And mm. Megan... What has your biggest challenge been on this podcast? I would say my biggest challenge has been not judging myself too much for not knowing all of the human design things. Yeah. Because I am hosting a human design <laughs> podcast with you. It, I feel like I do need to have the knowledge that you have, but I don't. And that was the whole, the beginning of this ep- this podcast, right? Was yeah. I was the guinea pig. I was the, I was going to learn in real time. Hence the title. Hence the title. (laughs) Um, As we've had many people on the podcast learning in real time Mm -hmm. and not judging myself for not having all of the information and not, um, you know, feeling a little left behind, you know, when we would have human design coaches like Stacy and Alyssa and Jess and, and, you know, listening to them and, and their deep, understanding of human design on levels that I have yet to reach. Um, Even doing this podcast for a while, I'm still learning new things all the time Mm. Uh, and not judging myself too harshly for not having taken the time to, you know, deep dive into those extensive research, because this is for me, this is a this is a part time thing. This is a hobby. And I enjoy absolutely continuing to do this. But I I'm not a human design coach where I've read, you know, books and books and books on human design and all of the gates and and have memorized everything that they know. Like it is so baffling to me how much knowledge you guys have on human design, knowing what all of the gates are, knowing what all of the channels mean and all of the, you know, what an incarnation cross is. (laughs) Still, still figuring that one out. (laughs) So I, I've tried really hard not to get down on myself um when we're in these episodes and I am I am learning and that's why I'm there and not judging myself for being here to learn and not know everything uh right off the bat because I I feel like I should yeah (laughs) but should is is not a good word to use um 
so that's been my greatest challenge. I'm, I still, you know, find my voice in this podcast occasionally and, and go, I, I am contributing. I yeah. am making this podcast what it is and, and putting the effort towards that. Um, and not being upset that I don't have all of the human design knowledge to contribute to the conversation in that way. Mm-hmm. But I have the curiosity to continue to contribute to the conversation in a way that needs to be addressed. And that's that's why I'm here. That's why I host. That's why we do this together. Yep. Um, to have both sides of that coin. Yeah. Because they're equally as needed in these conversations. I completely agree. And I think what has been truly wonderful about your, I'm going to say novice on the topic, is that you have questions that the audience is going to have. And do you Mm. ask questions based on what the audience does not know? I think so often we get lost in the idea that if you're an expert, you need to know everything. If you're, you know, if you're a teacher, you have to be able to teach everything. But the fact is that your student doesn't know everything. That's why they're coming to you. And if you get so far into the information that you can't remember what it's like to be a student anymore, it's really hard to teach people who don't know what you're talking about. And like, I find myself getting caught in that regularly because like we were talking about, I get caught in these philosophical cycles Mm -hmm. of like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so you really ground us. Like you really ground me. You bring us back down to earth. You know, we make these, uh, we make our outlines for the podcast and you're like, okay, these are the questions we need to ask. We're discussing how, how much does this person know about human design? What is this episode going to be like what is you know the audience what does the audience know um one thing that i know that you were you know encouraging me to do that i started doing more often is pausing to explain something to the audience pausing to mm. explain you know what someone's chart looks like or what uh you know what deconditioning means or what you know whatever it is and like it's important to have that voice. It's important for there to be someone here who doesn't know everything so that this is not because this is not a podcast for human design coaches. Like mm. it, it can be sure. It's yeah. a lot of fun. We geek out. I love, you know, I would love to listen to our podcast, but this is a podcast <laughs> about human design in real time with real people who are learning about their designs, who are using their designs. So really having someone on the podcast who is that person, I think is so important. That is like, mm. like you said, we need both sides. We need both yeah. sides. This cannot just be the expert person spouting stuff. That's not what this podcast is about. So I I think that, you know, I also want to highlight that this is the paradox of the 5-1. Your profile is mm. coming back in. Your profile is like super shining in this, here. in this moment because you're the investigator. You have that one line and you're constantly taking in new information. But as a five line you feel like you're supposed to already know. You feel like you're supposed to be able to teach it to all of the people already. You're supposed to know it from the beginning and to be able to share what you know. And if you don't know it yet, you're caught in this space of like, well, how can I share if I don't know everything? So really figuring out how to live in the space of learning so that you can share 
and knowing when you're in that one-line space, when you're in that investigator space, and when you are in that five-line space, when you are that resource, that visionary. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I I have taken some time to embrace that a little bit more and be okay with not having the answers and not being able to contribute to the conversation in that way because it's I my contribution is different and that's good. Yeah. That's why we have a conversation and exactly. it's not an infomercial, you know, like <laughs> Exactly. This is what you need to know about gate 15. Like <laughs> Right. It's like that's not I don't have that. No. <laughs> that's not what we wanted that's to do. Not that's what not why we created do. the podcast. No. But as we've brought on on people, I've had to kind of move past that insecurity of not knowing everything yeah. and being that voice of, well, let's ask the questions. And I have enough knowledge to know what questions to ask for the people who yeah. are just learning. Yeah. And just want to get started and, and know a little bit more about their design. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It's taken a year, but I'm, I feel more confident in my role and, and yeah. I'm excited for what's coming next. I feel like we're stepping into, a, I, I'm stepping into a new timeline in a lot of ways, but I feel mm. like the podcast is stepping into a new era. Like we just, I, I think last week we, f- we finished editing a podcast a week early and we yeah. were like, wait, <laughs> yeah, wait, Okay, and we ended up having to skip a week of uh, editing because there were things that came up, like I was traveling, there was a whole bunch of stuff, but it didn't change our, like, we were still able to post every two weeks. And it was kind of this moment of like, oh, shit, like, we're we're getting pretty seasoned at this. Like, this is a thing that we are able to do more and more Mm. sustainably. Um, It feels good. It really does. It's like, look at, at, we know what we're doing. (laughs) We've got some... Got some chops here. All I right. Love yeah. <laughs> uh, I love that. So I'm really excited about some of the um, topics that we've had on this this the podcast. Some of the repeated topics, right? Like the couples connection and the deconditioning series. Mm-hmm. I've been really into you know diving into these things with the guests that we've had. Um, Kayla, what has been some of your favorite part about creating the uh, deconditioning series or the couples connection? Oh, man, I think that it's so cool to get to have the same conversation with different people and have that conversation be so drastically different. Mm. Yeah. And it's interesting. So I was I was just at this is another one of those moments where I didn't say it in the moment and now it's back. Now it's time to say it out loud. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking about how the podcast that inspired both of us to want to have a podcast was the Man Enough podcast. And yes. the Man Enough podcast is a podcast where they have somebody on every time and they talk about masculinity and essentially have the same conversation with people from all all walks of life, men, women, entrepreneurs, uh, you know, people who are everyday Joes, part of their families, people they've never met, like all sorts of people. And they have these deep, profound conversations about masculinity. And every single time they're essentially having the same conversation. And they even have some of the same questions. Like there are Mm -hmm. literally questions that they ask on every single episode at the beginning and at the end of the podcast. But the conversation is always completely different. 
And you are always getting a totally different view, a totally different insight, a totally different idea of what this person's experience with masculinity has been in the world. And I think similarly to what we were talking about before with the idea that you can connect with someone even if they're extremely different from you. Being able to have that same conversation with a thousand different people in so many different ways, it helps us all to feel seen in different ways. Mm -hmm. I would love to encourage people to listen not only to the episode that has your type. So if you're a generator listening to Deconditioning the Generator, I would love for you to listen to all five types because just because somebody is one specific type doesn't mean that their chart is exactly like yours. And there are probably going to be things that you will experience that are more similar to other types based on different things in your chart. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, just because you are a generator doesn't mean there aren't things in your chart that are very projectory. (laughs) There are other things in the chart that signify that are more projectory than just defined or undefined sacral center. There are certain Mm -hmm. channels, there are certain gates that need to be recognized in order to be uh, to be understood. So really giving yourself the opportunity to connect with all of these different people with that conversation, I think is a really cool It's really cool. And I kind of want to continue our deconditioning conversations past type, you know, like, oh, absolutely. Going into the centers, going into the profiles, just kind of keep bringing new different people on to have the same conversation, because I feel like it's it's one that we all need to be hearing about because deconditioning is hard. And if you are someone who understands that we're here for more than just you know, work nine to five, eat, go to sleep, you understand that we need to decondition. We need to figure out how to live in our purpose. And what a beautiful thing to be able to hear other people's stories and see how possible it is, you know? Yeah. Oh, I love our deconditioning series. You know, it was so cool. I forget whose brainchild it was, but the second we were like this should be a thing. We were both like, yes, absolutely. We must talk about this. It's like a need to talk about how people decondition to inspire other people to decondition and go on that journey because it's hard. Yeah. But it is so rewarding. It really is. I love that series. I also love our Couples Connection series and seeing how people, like seeing how their designs meet and and complement each other and help each other to grow Mm -hmm. uh, and like really, really inspiring to see the couples that we've had and, and how they've used human design in their relationships it's been really cool that's actually one of my favorite things about in my business Mm. so having had some of the couples on who I've worked with before on the podcast was has been very very cool I I'm a sucker for like discovering new things So (laughs) when you have one human design chart and another human design chart and you're like, ooh, look at this cool thing. This is human design. And then you look, ooh, look at this cool thing. And then you get to put them together and they're totally different. And like suddenly you're you're not just looking at who is this person and who is this person. It's like you're looking at this whole like this almost like like, you know how you have children, you have a family like that family is built upon a human design 
you know, mm. like the two people who decide to like your home, the the family and the home and the world that you create as a couple is a full world. Like your energy is totally different in that world than it is when you are out in the world on your own by yourselves. So like it's just such a cool it's such a cool concept that we we create this energy. So I, I love diving into the couples. Mm. It was fun. It was fun being a couple. Yeah, right? <laughs> having my having my partner, my husband on the yeah. podcast and be like, look at how our our designs fit so nicely together and complement each other and like learning about how we are living in our designs together. 100%. And how timing is everything for us and it's been really really nice. Yeah. Really nice to see. How have these series been for you? Like, how have you enjoyed oh, coming back to these, the different things? I love it. I, just like you said, it's the same conversation and the outcome is always different because everybody is different. And it's one of the be most beautiful things human design gives us is everybody is beautifully different. And the human experience is one that we all share, but the way we get there and the way we experience it is different. Um, so like listening to couples and how they are able to handle their problems, it might be different from the way that Alec and I handle our problems, but they are still coming together and working together in their own way and seeing how beautiful that is for the couples to, you know, share their their stories and, and share their lives together and also seeing how their designs complement each other and create their own design together their energies is just so cool um and i you know i could talk about the deconditioning series all day that is so needed and insightful and inspiring and just listening to people and the the struggles that they've had individually yeah. and how they are overcoming those and using their design to get there and inspiring other people to use their designs to overcome the issues because it's so helpful when you have an understanding of how you interact with the world and the world interacts with you you are better to able to move through all of the ups and downs. Life is a fucking roller coaster, man. Mm -hmm. It goes all which ways. And it can take you for some of the worst loops and some of the highest highs and some of the lowest lows. And you just have to be able to go with it. Yeah. And seeing people's designs help them go with that crazy ass roller coaster. Yeah. Has just been really, really cool to see. Um, I love having those conversations. I can't wait to have more of those conversations. Yeah. I know that we're definitely expanding the deconditioning series, definitely getting more couples on here. Um, and if you're interested in talking about those things and being a guest uh, on the deconditioning series or the Couples Connection, please, 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 please reach out to us at humandesignandrealtime at gmail.com to be a guest. Yeah. Yeah. So, Kayla, I have one last question for you. Okay. What are some of the greatest lessons you've learned from talking with the people, with all of our guests, and doing this podcast? Oh, man. Some of the greatest lessons. <laughs> I think uh, it's so funny because this is going to be completely counterintuitive to something you said earlier. 
the biggest lesson that I have learned is I don't need to know everything. Mm. Mm. I don't need to know everything. And I think this is something that I've had solidified for me even more. Uh, I just did a bunch of events in Miami, and it was the first time that I did live events on human design. And it all the information just flowed out of me. And it's the kind of thing where the parts of human design that I have focused on most, because I don't have formal human design training. That's not something that I, I didn't go to school for human design. I worked with a coach and then fell headfirst and read as many books as I could and then started coaching and ended up learning more as I coached. And on my journey with human design, I've worked with numerous coaches in conversation, like we'll work together and I'll learn from that coach. So I only mm. worked with one human design coach, Stacy. And then since that point, like I would have conversations with different coaches who learned about human design from different places. So the, the information that I've taken in about human design comes from all sorts of different places. I've worked with people who learned from Karen. I've worked with people who learned from the Jovian Archive, uh, from Ra. Um, I've worked with people who did a day Luna. Um, there are so many different places that you can learn human design now. So my understanding of human design comes from a lot of different places. And I think that's one of the reasons why I can speak to it the way that I can, because it, it is a little bit more overarching. It's not so much like this is the way human design is. And I have to, you know, I, I'm telling you what I read in the book that the person who taught me how to do human design, you know, but it definitely it definitely gets me sometimes especially when we'll have like a human design another human design coach on and they'll start talking about a gate that i haven't done too much research on or that i haven't thought about recently or you know and i'm like oh god i i don't know about that like i i don't know how to have a conversation on this but the thing that i've found is that it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if I know exactly what is being talked about. I still have insight. I can still talk about it. I can still have a discussion. Um, and the things that are that speak to people most intensely, especially in the context of the podcast, are often the things that are a little more overarching. Not the nitty gritty, tiny little like you have gate 27 in your chart and therefore this, this, this. Sometimes that <laughs> stuff is great, but it, we don't need it, you know? Yeah. The things like like just acknowledging the profile lines, acknowledging the types, acknowledging uh, defined and undefined centers. Like these are all ideas that are more conceptual and very easy for my brain to grab onto and that's those are the way that's the way that I coach it's more mm -hmm. of a like here is what here is how I can help you does this resonate with you and I think the biggest lesson I've learned is that that's enough <laughs> that's enough like I have enough knowledge to help the people who come to me for help and mm -hmm. when I want to go deeper I have a an arsenal of people who can help me do that. And this will I'll I'll plug right now. 
my business partner, Ronnie, and I do a deep dive into your human design gates together because she is someone who has the training and has done huge deep dives on the gates. She's currently doing training with Karen Curry Parker as well um, and loves diving into what each of your individual gates means and how you can decondition those each individual gates. So we work together to coach through the nitty gritty of all the little tiny things in your design. So I don't need to know all the things. I have other people who know all the things. <laughs> so I feel like that's that's been my biggest lesson. Mm, yeah. Beautiful. What has your biggest lesson been, Megan? I guess... I guess my biggest lesson is more of like a, a reminder lesson is to embrace what makes you different. Mm. Embrace all of the things that make you different. Because every time we've talked to somebody about them and what they do and, and how they move through the world, it's always, I am different because of this. And the embrace of that has been so heartwarming and mm -hmm. it's just that reminder to continue to embrace what makes us different mm -hmm. uh, and embrace each other's differences uh, and just continue to be gracious to all people all walks of life where you come from what your design is you know what what conditioning you have suffered through yeah. <laughs> what uh you know what life has thrown you and yeah. and just letting letting that be a, a regular reminder that this podcast gives me is, I guess, the nicest thing and the, the greatest lesson um, that I've gotten is just that everybody is different and embrace it. Yeah. And connect, connect on what you can connect on and respect what you can't. Oh, I, I love that. I guess that's that. my greatest lesson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or reminder, you know, yeah. there's a lot of things in life that teach you that, but it's always good to have that reminder in multiple different places of our lives. And I think that's a wonderful lesson for in this podcast that I get all the time. Yeah. Celebrate our differences. Yeah. I love that. Let's do that. Let's yeah. do that all the time. Well, Kayla, this has been this has been so nice. This has been lovely. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad that I was we did so this. glad. Yeah. I can't believe it's been a year. Oh, yeah. I'm like looking back on all of the conversations that we've had. It's been so awesome. Um, I'm so happy to continue doing this with you for a whole more year. Yeah. For as long as we want. <laughs> for as long as we can keep this up. Yeah. <laughs> this has been the biggest consistency in my business life for the last two years. And everything else in my business has gone up and down and all over the place and in and out. And I've started things and I've finished other things and I've dropped other things. And I've, you know, entrepreneurship is a lot <laughs> for anyone mm. who runs their own business. You know, it's a lot. Big roller coaster. Um, but this podcast has been a constant and it has been a really beautiful anchor. It's constantly reminding me of why I'm here, what I'm doing, like why I'm doing this, you know, getting to talk to people about their designs and getting to see everyone celebrate their differences, see everyone celebrate what makes them special. And like that, that is really the core of what I want to bring to the world. And so getting to see it regularly on this podcast has been profound and a really grounding force so i'm down to keep it going for as long as we can <laughs> yeah 
Well, here's to another year yep. of the Human Design in Real Time podcast. And then we'll come back and do another gushy year in review episode. <laughs> Ooh, I'm down. Let's do it. Love it. <laughs> If you like what you heard on this podcast, follow us on Instagram at Human Design in Real Time to keep up with our next episodes. And if you want to learn more about your own human design, I'd love to help you on your journey. You can head to my website, kayla-care.com, to book an introductory human design session where we'll dive into the person you were born to be. That's k-a-y-l-a-c-a-r-e.com. We're always looking for awesome humans to be guests on the podcast. So if you'd like to be interviewed, send us an email at humandesigninrealtime at gmail.com. This podcast is brought to you by Kayla Care. A big thank you to our amazing producer, sound mixer, designer, and editor, Sabrina Mason. Thank you to the composers of our theme song, Niall Spaulding and Sabrina Mason. Thank you to today's guests for being open and present with us. And thanks to you, our listeners, for supporting this podcast. Keep discovering your human Human design design in real time. time.